babe. It is Jilly Wonka Andromeda, and it has been a while. I have not recorded a podcast for you in probably over a month, I believe, and I'm sorry about that. Um, I needed to take a break. I needed to uh, really get organized and see where I was directing my energy um, because I was like just completely burnt out and so I had to do some elimination uh, and now I am back and this is completely casual today I didn't really prepare too much well yeah a little bit but not as much as I normally do and maybe that's what I need to do uh, just kind of be more fluid and flexible uh, with this podcast, with my expression of my energy, with the insights that I have. Uh, things are, you know, I think for everyone, kind of hectic, unstable. And unfortunately, I do need to reorient myself and align myself with projects that will actually um, help me move forward uh, in my life right now, you know, like pay the bills and stuff like that. So I currently, you know, I'm focusing my energy uh, on those places uh, because that's what I need for survival at this time. All right, so let's just talk a little bit about what's coming up in the cosmos. You know, I hope you were able to find uh, another individual to provide you insight to what's going on uh, recently um, while I was away. Um, so I'm not gonna like really talk much about the past in the past month. I wanna look forward, I wanna talk more about what's coming up. So today, um, as I am speaking, Mars has just entered Scorpio. And also the sun is squaring Saturn. I did make a post about um, sun square Saturn on my Instagram. So if you are following me there, uh, check it out, uh, see what I wrote. Uh, but Mars and Scorpio, I kind of feel like this is like my jam, Mars and Scorpio. Really Scorpio season is just kind of my thing. I know I'm an Aries sun, but I do have my south node in Scorpio um, and I have Pluto there as well. Uh, and they're all in my first house. So it's pretty it's a pretty important aspect of who I am, uh, the Scorpio archetype. And so Mars and Scorpio, this is the traditional ruler of Scorpio, though uh, modern astrology uh, has assigned Pluto as the new ruler of Scorpio. Uh, and though I feel like they both work, they really do both kind of work as Scorpio's rulers. So I feel like you know, uh, when studying astrology, be open to uh, traditional aspects of it as well as the modern aspects. Uh, stay aware because they they both work. Uh, Mars and Scorpio definitely feels more like a, a campy Halloween <laughs> type of vibe. Uh, and so with Mars entering Scorpio the day before Halloween, how perfect is that? really getting into those Scorpio vibes of transformation, uh, really directing your energy towards that, wanting to cut 
through the motivations and hidden aspects of our psyches uh, big time. You know, Mars represents all knives, anything that cuts, anything that slices. And I do feel like people with Mars and Scorpio may actually be good at that type of work. Um, maybe might make great surgeons or um, uh, taxidermists or something. Somebody who may, who may be good at cutting things um, may not be afraid to do so because it's kind of like a natural expression of their energy. So if this is, if you're born Mars and Scorpio, happy Mars return. Uh, but let's talk about what's going to be coming up with Mars and Scorpio. Uh, the major transit. So Mars will be in Scorpio from October 30th to, through December 13th. Uh, and so what we'll have, um, I feel like these days in particular are most important, are November 10th. So on November 10th, Mar Mercury will be conjunct Mars. Mercury will be moving into Scorpio on November 5th. And also happening on November 5th is Venus moving into Capricorn. They'll actually be... Um, uh, moving into those signs like within a 12-hour difference. Uh, so early in the morning, Venus will move into Capricorn November 5th. Then uh, Mercury will move into Scorpio November 5th. Now, actually, let me just dial back. Let me move back a little bit, talk a little bit more about that. Uh, Venus entering Capricorn November 5th. This is the beginning of a four-month-long transit. Venus will be in Capricorn for four months. Yeah, that's pretty major. That doesn't happen all the time. So if you were born with Venus in Capricorn, this is a pretty big transit for you. If you were born with Venus in any of the cardinal signs, that includes Aries, uh, Cancer, Libra, um, this will also be hitting you pretty hard. Um, of course, everyone will be feeling it. And definitely look at your own chart to see where uh, Capricorn uh, resides in your chart. If you have anything in Capricorn, you know, this Venus is um, going to be activating it in some sort of manner. Uh, so with Venus entering Capricorn, it will go retrograde in Capricorn on December uh, 18th. Is that correct? No, December 19th, I believe. December 19th, Venus will be... Um, will be heading in her retrograde movement in Capricorn at 26 degrees of Capricorn. So she will be almost to the tail end of Capricorn and then she's gonna stop and start moving back. <laughs> and she will move all the way back to, let's see, where does she move back to? Um, mm, oh, I don't have it here right now. I believe it's, let me just get that for you right now. So Venus will be direct on January 29th, uh, and she will move all the way back to 11 degrees of Capricorn. So 26 degrees of Capricorn back to 11 degrees of Capricorn. So if you have any planets, points, angles, whatever, uh, between the degrees of 11 to 26 degrees of Capricorn, pay attention. Because what Venus is doing, uh, she, Venus retrograde, whenever this happens, is kind of like an, a point for you to reevaluate um, your value system. Uh, and that will directly impact your relationships. So that's the connection between Venus and uh, being the ruler of both Taurus and Libra, uh, because your value systems 
are an important aspect to your relationships, right? You want to be in a relationship with someone who shares similar values to you. And so for Venus and Capricorn, though, it will be pretty specific to um, goals, the goals that you value, possibly like the uh, structures you're trying to build in your life, uh, the kind of success you see for yourself. Um, are your relationships aligned with that? Are your values aligned with that? Are you doing whatever is necessary to make those things happen for yourself? So pay attention to that, please, please, please. Uh, another place I want you to look at with Venus retrograde's journey is um, where Uranus is currently transiting because Uranus is currently being influenced by Venus's movements because Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus is a sign that is governed by Venus. So every time the Venus sign changes, uh, kind of how we are revolutionizing ourselves uh, also changes in some sort of manner. It's influenced by that change. So with Venus currently being in Sagittarius, there may be a, a new change or revolutionizing experience uh, with how you value knowledge, how you value um, how you're putting yourself out there, the messages you're putting out into the into the world. You know, Sagittarius is all about the dissemination of information. Um, this is why, like, preachers and gurus um, are associated with the Sagittarius archetype because they take information um, and they they preach it. They they share it with a larger audience. Um, you know, they they turn an idea into an ideology. So that's probably what's going on right now. Uh, possibly how you are growing in yourself, how you ex how you are expanding um, along your path, what kind of horizons you are seeking uh, that is having an influence on how you are revolutionizing uh, your value system. So with Venus entering now Capricorn on November 5th, um, and I know like I was going to talk about Mars and I'm now just talking about Venus. I'm telling you guys, this is what I need. I need more flexibility. This is who I am. Okay. So with Venus, uh, now moving into Capricorn, you're going to have to get serious and disciplined, you know, within all relationships with your value system. Okay. So maybe you explored new things that uh, made you kind of shake up your value system when Venus was in Sagittarius. But now with Venus and Capricorn, it's all about, you know, how are you putting that out to the outside world? Are you like a living that life <laughs> that you wanted or that you maybe discovered um, uh, when Venus was in Sagittarius? And so it's kind of like, you know, putting the money where your mouth is <laughs> type of situation. Uh, and getting serious about those partnerships that you may need to make uh, or commit yourself to in order to make this, you know, dream, I suppose, or no, uh, expansion happen. This expansion that you want for yourself to happen, okay? So, and this is all gonna influence um, how you are shaking things up in your day-to-day -day life. Um, what is happening, you know? Um, so look to your Capricorn house 
um, look to your Taurus house and of course because these are both earth signs they will also be um, Venus will also be making um, a trine aspect to uh, Uranus at this time so I feel like Venus and Sagittarius is kind of like a difficult placement for the Uranus and uh, Uranus and Taurus transit that we're all experiencing and will continue experiencing over the years um, but with Venus now in Capricorn it's going to come a little bit easier that uh, that shift that change that pivot uh, within your value systems within your possibly with your with your income um, that's going to be a little there's gonna be a little bit more ease and luck with it occurring because Venus will be in Capricorn it'll be forming a trine to Uranus in Taurus so expect some changes coming up uh, changes with your relationships and they're just gonna be like kind of like effortlessly changing you know, I feel like possibly your partner might be willing to take on more responsibility or maybe your uh, partner is willing to pivot with you and um, take control of uh, what's going on in your environment, within your relationship, you know, want to make a change. Uh, but you should also as well be flexible in that manner. Okay, so moving back a bit, and you probably hear banging in my background, and that is my partner, my uh, very Capricorn partner, banging on something in the basement. So yeah, he's working on building something in the basement, so you're going to hear it because I'm right above him. Anyways, let's move back a little bit, and let's go back to what I was saying with the Mars and Scorpio transits. So on November 10th, Mercury have already moved into Scorpio um, and it will actually uh, conjunct Mars and Scorpio uh, at the same exact time Mars will be forming a square to Saturn and the moon will be squaring Mars um, so lots of things happening on November 10th I feel like that's going to be a very busy day uh, possibly um, possibly uncovering secrets uh, within institutions, within your position, um, or needing to keep secrets, something. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of like just uh, piercing um, of the psyche on that day of authority figures, of needing to take um, control of your power, of your behavior, of your possibly um, uh, knee-jerk uh, survival instincts. That's kind of like what Mars represents, like what you kind of just do uh, without thinking entirely um, at all through. And it could be a very subtle type of uh, action or behavior uh, that is expressed on November 10th. Um, so what I also feel like I want to remind you of is with so much stuff in Scorpio, we'll have um, Mercury, we'll have Mars and the Sun. Uh, all in Scorpio you got to be careful um, with 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 being paranoid with being suspicious of others uh, with uh, thinking people are working against you because uh, that's kind of like that's that's Scorpio's kind of like mo it's like it um, 
it's like this intense energy or force field where uh, it feels like, um, or as Scorpio individuals, those with strong Scorpio individuals may be able to like, you know, see things into the motivations, desires, um, unconscious, uh, emotional security needs of others. They can like pierce into that, see through that. Uh, and it may not always be a correct assessment of what's going on. You know, it could be, you know, paranoia. All right, because Mars will also be forming a trine to Neptune um, retrograde on November 29th, um, which could be great because that, that kind of gives me like spiritual warrior vibes. But it also kind of reminds me of like the connection between how like suspicion can turn into paranoia and delusional thinking and things like that and doing things um, unconsciously and motivated by your suspicions or motivated motivated by um not feeling uh feeling like you can trust another individual so these issues with trust these issues with you know thinking others might be out to get you feeling like you know you can't uh expose parts of yourself or someone might you know, catch on to that and get you, you know, they might get you good or something, you know, just be careful with those kind of feelings. You know, this might be just a good time to watch some horror films or watch some true, true crime, um, TV or something to get that out, you know, uh, and maybe discuss psychological, uh, motivations or underpinnings, uh, within your within others you know uh or maybe talk about them the ones that you have within yourself with like your partner you know and like trust them trust them to hold that heavy information that heaviness that uh, that that real and authentic part of yourself you know uh, allow them to take the knife <laughs> uh and allow them to maybe cut you a little bit and um explore one another's psyche together and i think that will definitely help uh with the venus and capricorn uh transit and venus going retrograde also in capricorn all right let's talk a little bit about the scorpio new moon that is coming up on november 4th thursday november 4th uh, it will be at 5 14 p.m if you're on the eastern time zone uh, and this new moon has, is, is going to be shocking. <laughs> I like how when I said that, I could hear the drill below me go really loud. It's going to be shocking. It's going to be startling. Um, it's going to make you aware of things that maybe uh, just will completely change a lot of priorities in your life <laughs> you know how you use your energy the resources uh, that you have available to you and so the sun and the moon will be conjunct at 12 degrees and 40 minutes of scorpio and they will be basically forming the exact opposition to uranus uh, in taurus retrograde now uranus will be at 12 degrees 47 minutes so seven minute difference from an exact opposition that's pretty wild how exact that is and you know it's pretty wild just in general how many of the past like moons 
full moons have been an aspect to Uranus. Like just, it's kind of wild, like just how close um, it, the Virgo new moon was like trining Uranus exactly. Like just, it's just kind of wild, guys, uh, what's out there and happening in the world. And so this uh, Scorpio new moon is actually the um, last new moon uh, before eclipse season. So the Taurus full moon that's happening on November 19th will actually be a partial uh, lunar eclipse. So we're entering eclipse season, folks. Get ready to rumble. Uh, there will be a lot of uh, changes occurring. You know, big chapters ending, big chapters opening. Uh, that's what happens every eclipse season. Uh, but this Scorpio new moon, shaking you awake to possibly your finances, your priorities, um, your resources, your possessions, or uh, also making you really aware of uh, patterns that you may keep repeating that are really unhealthy. I feel like that's, or not even unhealthy, but unsupportive. Um, I'm really trying to like change my language from using unhealthy to unsupportive because what is health? You know, what is healthy? We don't really know. I feel like that's a very subjective uh, term to use. So, and I don't think, I think it also makes people feel like, well, I'm unhealthy. Well, no, just unsupportive, okay? Uh, unsupportive behaviors, uh, that may be so ingrained into your psyche uh, that it might be really difficult to change them, okay? Now, I think who this is going to affect um, or this cycle is really going to hit individuals born. Uh, I got to look this up one more time. Individuals born in the late 1980s. I had made a post about this on Instagram, so maybe you saw this. Um Individuals born between December 1987 to May 1989, uh, individuals born from October 1988 to December 1988, uh, and May 1989 to September 1989. Now, really anyone born between like 1987 to 1989, uh, you're going to be feeling this the hardest, okay? So, you know, I already went through this and it was great. It was honestly wonderful, but oh my God, painful, okay? You've been going through it, folks. You have, you individuals, 1987 to 1989. This Scorpio new moon will be on top of your natal Pluto, okay? Um, so what it's doing, it is initiating a brand new beginning for you uh, and, starting the process of you shedding your old skin like seriously and needing to break away because Uranus is opposite Uranus has been opposite your Pluto for a little bit now it's about maybe about a two-year transit almost two-year transit um probably like a year and a half or something uh transit of kind of just being shaken awake and needing to really become aware of all of the past stuff you've been holding on to 
And so this will be happening, you know, collectively for everyone. But I do feel like those with Pluto and Scorpio, um, basically the entire Pluto and Scorpio generation, but those really born uh, between 1987 and 1989, you guys are going to get the hardest. You guys are going to be hit the hardest uh, because the rest of you know, those born before you have already experienced this uh, uh, Uranus opposite our Pluto. And those born after you have yet to truly experience it, and it's coming for them. So they can just prepare um, and get ready for it. And maybe you could be the example for them. So in essence, this uh, transformation that will be occurring with this um, Scorpio new moon is all about breaking away from past conditioning. Past conditioning that you may have... Um, it's not even past conditioning. It's like past ways of like surviving um, emotional issues. So it's like Pluto really represents this deep part of yourself that latches on to like old behaviors and stuff for like as like a sense of security. Um, and so what's happening right now is you're becoming aware of how these behaviors, these unconscious or compulsive, obsessive uh, patterns of behavior may actually be no longer supportive or useful to you and they need to be gone. You need to get rid of them. You need to uh, like just burn that part of yourself. And a lot of it is probably um, associated with your upbringing. Uh, with your family, uh, with your place of origin, uh, wherever you may come from, um, you know, there's a lot there, you know, they really influenced a lot of this. Uh, and so now it's time for you to strip yourself from uh, that past conditioning and kind of be like reborn, but in a more like authentic and uh, integrated and aware manner so just really becoming aware being able to be much more um, objective at your past and seeing how like it was all interconnected that led you here um, and there was something that actually someone had said on my Instagram that really made me aware and of uh, another aspect of this now Pluto in Scorpio Pluto is in the his home or her home, I don't know, I don't really want to assign a gender to it, but Pluto is comfortable in the sign of Scorpio. It's technically its home. Now Scorpio uh, is one of the signs that really governs like sex. Like not just like, it's a different type of sex. I always feel like the fifth house, you know, or Leo energies, that's like playful, creative sex, the uh, sex for uh, the purpose of creation, you know, having babies or whatever. But I feel like with Pluto, it's kind of a little bit of like a, a deeper, more intimate type of sex, it's more like tantric sex. It's more like um, using sex as like, a manner to get like what you want. It's like your personal sexual magnetism. Uh, everyone's Pluto kind of rules that. Um, but for Pluto and Scorpio individuals, it's like uh, you really have it. You really got that sexual magnetism. 
um, that you might not even really entirely be aware of. And some of you probably are uh, very aware of it. Uh, very sexy, sexy individuals, I feel like. Very magnetic um, individuals that were born during this time. And so uh, someone had mentioned about, you know, not needing to stop using hookups as a way to feel secure. Yeah, I do think that's a big thing is actually with this transit is becoming becoming aware of your sexual magnetism and uh, possibly how you use sex um, or how you maybe coerce um, sexual behavior out of others or something to like kind of get what you want uh, and to, to kind of make your to kind of like survive in this world um, to have more power uh, than you had before so yes I do believe the Pluto uh, and Scorpio generation uh, have very intense sexual drives and um, it, it's just it can be dangerous it can definitely be dangerous or it can be um, not it's not really the method for you to uh, find that security that you really seek deep within you um, and I do believe that this this Pluto opposite Uranus transit that's occurring right now uh, for you uh, in particular is really kind of making you aware possibly of how you use your your sexual magnetism and your sexual power uh, to control things in your life uh, and how it may be unsustainable and how it may lead to instability um, possibly in your resources and your finances uh, in your grounding whatever um, and maybe like reclaiming it you know reclaiming your sexual power making it making it more of your own uh, and not what maybe others expect of you um, all right I'm just gonna pause for a minute so while I was away Saturn and Aquarius um, started moving forward it was retrograde and now it's it's been moving forward. Uh, Uranus in Taurus is still retrograde, but with Saturn now moving forward, it is starting to move into a square once again with Uranus. Now they have they have formed uh, two exact squares to one another this year, and the third and final square will be on December twenty third. And this Scorpio new moon is actually, it's opposing Uranus, but it's also making a square to Saturn in Aquarius. And so Saturn is, is the focal planet of a T-square uh, with this new moon. And so that means there is incredible um, energy being pushed onto that Saturn to kind of like almost be like the conflict resolution of uh, the sun and moon opposite Uranus and Taurus. So these shocks that might be happening that you might become aware of maybe in your resources maybe in your grounding maybe in your stability um, in your income whatever it might be these shocks that you know might occur here um, can almost be remedied by taking a more disciplined approach 
by having a more objective um, uh, objective manner to your success. Like maybe like almost like utilizing, yeah, utilizing your connections, your networks. Uh, Saturn in Aquarius, there is like this, um, I think I, I read somewhere recently the other day or something, someone was saying that it was like, you know, we do have a responsibility to make our environments inclusive. Um, of others. And so I think this is a very important aspect of the Saturn and Aquarius. Of course, Saturn also represents its responsibility, its discipline, but it also represents restrictions and limitations. So while some people might feel like a call to be more responsible in this way, to be more inclusive, to uh, connect more with others and form like um, really strong connections uh, or commitments with others and maybe in a very, you know, uh, advanced manner because we're talking about Aquarius that rules new technologies advancements and stuff like that others may feel very restricted in that manner like cut off from the collective or something so this may uh, actually work one or two ways it might you know you might feel a call to take responsibility to um, to show yourself um, as like some sort of responsible leader within your community, uh, within the groups that you might be involved with, or it may make you feel a little bit cut off from others. Um, you might feel like you've been like maybe excluded or exiled um, within your, your community or the institutions that you may be a part of or something. So it, there's always like an extreme, you know, uh, sometimes it's like somewhere in the middle uh, with everyone's experience of these transits. Uh, but really the way that I'm looking at it is I feel like it's like, yes, there's these new things happening, these sudden changes occurring uh, within our lives. And what we need to do is like take control of them, you know, rise to the occasion, be uh, the authority um, of this transition, of this massive change, you know, um, take control of the situation, uh, show people like what you're capable of, that, you know, you can handle this responsibility, you can build strong bridges, um, you can be this individual within your community that's dependable, that's, that's just like larger than life. Uh, so that's what's happening with the Scorpio new moon. Venus will also be at 29 degrees of Sagittarius, which is the anoretic degree. Um, and so, yeah, I do think there's like this definitely like this push um, to connect with others who are like-minded, you know, build something with them um, that's also aligned with, you know, your hope for the future, your vision for uh, your goals, what you're trying to share with others. Uh, maybe the message you're trying to get out with others or with another. I really don't want you to fear uh, the transformation that you are capable of. I don't want you to fear your power. I don't want you to fear uh, what may happen if you were to let go of some sort of aspect of you that is no longer supportive to what you're trying to build in this lifetime. I don't want you to fear that. I want you to um, you can be curious about it, you know, um, 
but I want you to try your best to transform, to change the, something, to eliminate old behavior patterns that are no longer serving you, that are just basically been dead and decaying <laughs> for a while, and you're just holding on to them because you fear that loss of security. Yeah, don't do that, okay? Welcome a new sense of security, a new way of of having security, of feeling stable, of maybe new ways of making money. I feel like that could be a big part of what's going on with the Scorpio new moon. You know, be curious, be experimental, um, put yourself out there. Uh, I really just love that we're living in this time period where there is there are so many tools just at our at you know our fingertips um, of course it's very important to understand which ones are useful to you and which ones are not but there's just so many options which I know can also be very overwhelming when there's just so much out there uh, but maybe connect with like-minded um, individuals who maybe have these tools that you might be interested like you know share information with others you know connect with mentors with masters um, within your community, within your same group or whatever that are doing very similar things to you and share information, share the power, um, help one another transform together. Because that's, that's really what Scorpio and Pluto uh, really want you to do uh, is to transform together, to um, make yourself more powerful with others, also keeping others in mind. You know, Pluto doesn't really want you to be selfish. Scorpio doesn't really want you to be selfish. It's this intense and this dark and this um, transformative for you. <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, Scorpio would have no power if it didn't have another psyche to uh, delve into um, and to uncover riches out of. So I think that might be all I have for you today. Um, I know this is kind of different. Maybe I'll do it more like this more often. I don't know. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, if you really enjoyed this, you know, follow me or whatever it is they say to do. You know, you can send me a, a donation. I really would love that. Like money is tight uh, right now. You can do that through my website. It's at www.virgomoonalchemy.com you can join my patreon for five dollars a month or ten dollars a month um and get like you know extra stuff get a monthly meeting um and yeah I have a lot of new stuff also on the website. I actually released a lot of new candies. I'm starting this new um a line of lozenges I just completed a, a throat one for sore throats and stuff like that. So, you know, you can support me in that manner as well. You know, buy my candy. That would be cool. Uh, but thank you so much for tuning in uh, and share this with other people if you think they may be interested. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend and happy Halloween. Be well.